Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. And I have to smile a little bit because by the time you hear this, Christmas will have already happened, but I'm actually recording this a week and a half early. (laughs) So Christmas hasn't even happened yet. It sounds a little strange, but anyway, I hope you have all had an enjoyable Christmas holiday season, and I hope you have got... You've been able to spend time with your family and friends and just just enjoying the holidays. I just, I love this time of year. It seems like we rush up to it. And then for two weeks, we get to just sit back, shut the world out and just be. And I hope that's how it is for you. And I'm looking forward to that for myself as well. Um, Although I don't know, I'm going to be pretty busy. I have my grandson coming for a week. One of my grandsons is going to stay with me for a whole week, and he's a very busy toddler, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure I'm going to be pretty exhausted by the end, but it's going to be a ton of fun, and I can't wait, can't wait for that. And I don't know about you, but I'm starting to think about the new year and setting new goals and all of these things and what I want the next year to look like. And it's kind of exciting, isn't it? It's it's so fun to be able to just think about this new year, a new beginning. But <clears throat> anyway, I digress. So one of my favorite things that I really like about this time of year and one of the things I enjoy doing is watching all those feel-good, even cheesy Christmas romance movies. <laughs> and and I love it too because my husband has started watching them with me and it's just, I don't know, it's so funny. I, I can't argue that most of the plots are pretty much the same, right? <laughs> Two characters happen to meet by accident somehow when one of them is escaping a life situation and ends up in the same town as the other, right? And and then throughout the movie, a friendship is made, and then a romance begins to grow, and eventually it all leads to a happy ending. But have you ever noticed that in the middle of these movies, there's always a bit of drama, right? And most of the time, it's because one of the characters has jumped to a conclusion of some sort or made an assumption about what the other person said or what the other person did, something that they really, really think is totally true. And honestly, it seems like it happens in every one of those movies, doesn't it? (laughs) Really? Well, it's interesting because in my life, I have made so many assumptions I've, I've jumped to so many conclusions and I don't know, maybe you have too. And I think most of us do tend to do this anyway. And several years ago, (laughs) for example, I assumed that my husband was completely ignoring me when I would talk to him at night before we would go to sleep. And 
I remember feeling really hurt and, but I would keep, you know, talking to him was, is right before we go to sleep and he would just ignore me really. And I remember thinking, you know, that he didn't care for what I had to say. And my mind took these, these thoughts and just ran with them. And it started to create all this drama and all this pain for me (laughs) and all these, all these things I was telling myself, stories I was making up. And what was weird was though, that during the day he would listen and we would talk, but at night, right before we would go to sleep, he, what I thought ignored me. Anyway, so this went on for a long time, really (laughs) a long time, people. (laughs) And finally, I confronted him on it and I told him how hurt I was that when I would talk to him at night, he didn't care what I had to say when I talked to him. That and, And so I'm just assuming that it meant that he didn't love me or he thought I was just just boring and stupid. And, and the list went on and on and on. Now, <laughs> imagine my surprise when he actually looked at me with, with complete shock and, and just sat there. And then he finally told me that he had no idea what I was talking about. He had no idea that I had for weeks and weeks been talking to him every night when, right before we went to sleep. He said he didn't hear me talking to him at all. Now, (laughs) this actually led us to the discovery that he has a condition in one of his ears. One of the little bones inside of his ears has um, calcified and he actually cannot hear out of his left ear. He has hearing loss in that ear. (laughs) He really didn't he really didn't hear me at all. When he would roll over, that ear was the one that was closest to me and he could not hear at all. <laughs> he wasn't ignoring me. But that was the story that I told myself over and over again for months. And it caused so much drama for me. Now, isn't it interesting that oftentimes when we jump to conclusions, we generally make negative assumptions, right? Think about it. How many times have you jumped to a positive conclusion about something, (laughs) right? (laughs) When someone cuts you off as you're driving, do you jump right to a positive assumption? No, I don't know. If you're like me, you go right to the negative, like... (laughs) He just thinks he is he his time is better than mine or he just he's just flat out doesn't even see me what is wrong with this person right and think about when somebody um sends a or doesn't respond to one of your emails or one of your text messages right away right what do you make that mean instead of assuming maybe they didn't get the email in the first place I know for me, I might go straight to thinking they're ignoring me. So the funny thing is, is our brains are naturally wired naturally to scan for any types of problems that would explain why we go straight to the negative instead of assuming something different. Now, I want you to notice 
how you show up when you do jump to a conclusion about something, right? When you make this negative assumption. So in the example I just had with my husband, I noticed that I became really withdrawn. I became angry. I became frustrated. I gave him the cold shoulder. And I let my brain tell me that something, there must be something wrong with me. Otherwise, this would not have happened. And then I start looking for evidence to support that, right? That's what our brains do. Now, Dr. David Burns, he points out that jumping to conclusions is what he refers to as one of the 10 cognitive distortions that our brains offer us to fool us into thinking that something is real or actually true. And we create stories for ourselves that we think are completely, completely accurate, which in turn causes drama and pain. When we assume something, it's as if we think we can read somebody else's mind. We think we know exactly what that person is thinking and why they are behaving the way they are. We just do, right? Like I did with my husband. I just assumed he was ignoring me because he thought I was boring. (laughs) Well, I find that... Another way we jump to conclusions is that we we even make unrealistic predictions. Now, you believe for a fact that your life is just doomed from the start, right? It's just doomed to be miserable from the start. And you start to imagine that something bad is always going to happen. Okay, so for example... If someone doesn't respond to your email or text, you may tell yourself that this person is just avoiding you and isn't interested, right? And there's that mind reading piece. And then you become frustrated and you become hurt. And then you take it one step further. And instead of emailing or texting them back, you tell yourself that if you do, they're going to think that you're just desperate or just so obnoxious. And so you tell yourself, you made, make these unrealistic predictions, which only makes the pain and the drama worse for you. So why do you think a lot of us jump to these conclusions? Why do we make these negative assumptions? Well, for one thing, we're human. We have a human brain. And like I said earlier, our human brain likes to scan for problems. Its default mechanism is looking for all the negative in in any situation, right? Because it wants to warn us and it wants to keep us safe. And that's what its job is, right? Now, it may also come when we're feeling a bit more anxious or worried or overwhelmed. And I know that I, I jump to a lot of conclusions when that happens. And I also notice it when I don't fully love or appreciate who I am or I, I'm feeling a bit down on myself. And, I, and then I tend to look for made-up evidence to prove, to prove that my assumptions, of course, are true. When we focus on our inward imperfections and our insecurities, we we think that everybody else is focusing on those too, right? And we may even look for evidence in the past that proves that these assumptions are true. 
And when I am in this place of focusing on my insecurities, I really find myself making so many assumptions, jumping to so many conclusions. But here's the deal. These negative assumptions are only made up stories that we tell ourselves. They're not facts. They are not the truth. They are just stories our brain offers us that don't really serve us at all, right? So how how would you stop jumping to conclusions or believing these stories? (laughs) Now, believe me, this is something that I have been working on a lot and I continue to work on. So how do we do it? Well, we have to become, I guess, like I like to think about it, as investigators of our own stories, okay? So think about it like you are investigating a mystery of some sort, right? And the mystery being your own assumptions. Okay, so the first thing we want to do is we want to we want to really look at the facts and only the facts about this situation. What are the facts in this circumstance, right? And the second thing we want to do is we want to be aware that we're actually making an assumption about this fact, that we want to be aware of the story that we're making up. What is it that we are assuming to be true? And then I want you to ask yourself, why am I assuming this is true? Why? And I want you to list all of the evidence why you think that this assumption is actually true. Now, the next step is to question that evidence. Question it. Ask ask these questions. Is it true? Is this piece of evidence true? Is it really 100% true? And how do I know that it's true? How do I know? Well, in the case of my husband, I really didn't. I really didn't know that it was true that he was ignoring me, right? I didn't. And then ask yourself, what else could be true? Is there another way of looking at this? So after you've done that, then you get to ask yourself, well, what do I want to think about this? How do I want to feel in this situation? Now, remember, We always get to choose what we want to think and how we want to feel. And what if this story really isn't true? What what will you think and how will you feel then? Right? What if my husband wasn't really ignoring me? What What if I decided to believe that my husband wasn't ignoring me at all? That he just must have fallen asleep or he's just really extra tired. (laughs) And lastly, lastly, If it is feasible, if it's possible, ask, ask the other person in order to know the real truth. Like when I finally talked to my husband about not listening to me and we learned several truths, right? I learned the real truth and I felt so much relief from all the pain and all the drama that I caused for him and for me. Now, it's not always possible to ask 
the person. Like if somebody cut you off as you're driving down the road, you can't really say, hey, can we pull over so I can ask you why you did that? No, that's not, <laughs> that's not possible. So when it's not feasible to ask, again, you get to decide what you want to think and how you want to feel that will serve you in the best way possible. So if you want to think he was just selfish and you want to be angry about it, then that's your choice. But if that doesn't feel good, think about it in another way. What else could be true? Maybe he's on his way to the hospital because he's meeting his, his wife there or and she's having a baby. Maybe, maybe. And how does that feel? So when we jump to conclusions, making those wrong assumptions, it really does only cause you the pain and the drama. And then when you feel that pain and we, you feel that drama, everyone else around you feels it too. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. When you assume nothing, when you assume nothing, that allows you to be open and to open up to the actual truth. Now, this may take a lot of practice because our brains want to go right to assuming, right? But if you find yourself jumping to conclusions, really follow those steps. Be an investigator of your own brain. Ask yourself, is this really true? And do that without judgment and only with curiosity and compassion. Overcoming your natural brain isn't easy. Believe me, it takes so much time and so much practice. And I am still constantly practicing this. But I tell you, I'll tell you this. When the more you practice, the better you will get at this and it will save yourself so much frustration and so much drama in the end. Okay, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Have an amazing New Year celebration and I will talk to you next year. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.